have to win there. Painter understands it. Oh, anybody! God, I can't see the masses! Trying to save it. Jump ball here. And kept in play by Edwards. What a great numbers. Take the numbers. Edwards steps it in. What's going on, Boiler Nation? It's Thursday night. It's no, not November. It's December 14th, 2023. Yeah, it's hard to believe we're officially in the middle of the last month of 2023. But here we are. Tanner Lee, Evan Webb in the house. New episode of Boiler Breakdown podcast streaming live on the Boiler Breakdown Facebook page, X account, and YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, follow, hit that notification bell. Smash that like button. Smash that like button, as the kids say. <laughs> Do all that stuff if you haven't already. At Boiler Break Pod on all social media platforms. And if you're listening on your favorite audio podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher's not a thing anymore. It's not Stitcher. Whatever it may be, <laughs> hit that follow button. Hit that five-star rating. Give us a review. We really appreciate it. Webby, how you doing? Doing good, man. You kind of made me kind of reflect back on this year. The fact that it's, it didn't really dawn me that we're in the last two weeks of the, of the year. It's, it's been a big year for both of us personally. Yeah. And yeah even yeah. some of our, even some of our good friends, it's been pretty crazy that we're here at the end. We've had a lot of life changes. Definitely the busiest year of my life. I'm sure you can yeah. say the same. Um, all good things though, but it is, yeah. it's just, it's just went like that. I, I don't know. Yeah. And we've been pretty fortunate from a sports standpoint, at least do basketball. Speaking, it's been a pretty good year. Yes, post March. Yes, we had that bad game in March, but besides that, it's been a pretty darn enjoyable, enjoyable yeah. year. And it's just crazy to think if Purdue can beat number one Arizona on Saturday, it's three years in a row they've gone undefeated in the regular season non-conference. It's just mm-hmm. stupid, stupid, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I guess looking back, if it if it happens. What would you consider the more impressive year, 2021, which is when we obviously beat uh, North Carolina and Villanova out in Connecticut? Yes. Um, and also also played – I assume we didn't play – Marquette was last year. I'm trying to think who all we played that year. I guess you know, I could look it up on the internet. Um, last year, obviously, we played Marquette, then went out to the PK85 and kind of put the world on notice. But obviously this year you've got the Maui Invitational, you've got Xavier who's been so-so, but then you've obviously got Alabama and then you know potentially Arizona. What do you think would be the more impressive one? Well, we had the uh, ACC Big Ten Challenge last two years too, and it is absolutely True. blanking me who we played. I don't know why. I cannot think of uh, right now who we played the last two years. Um, I mean, Florida State last year. Uh, oh, yeah. Because yes. yes. right after yeah. the PK85, they weren't good, but it was like, you know, Purdue just getting back from that. You know, yeah, uh, that's I think, yeah, I got in the top 10. And um, the year before, would have been a home game. Was it Florida State again? 
Was it back to back? I think it was back to back. I think you're right. I think you're right because I think we we rose a big stink about it on social media last yeah. year. Like, good job, lazy scheduling. ESPN. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yep. So I guess that's why it's unforgettable. But to answer your question, I think it's last year, just because the team we went in the year with. I mean, we thought we'd be good, but we didn't really have expectations like we did the year before. And then they just shocked everybody. I mean, winning that PK-85 tournament was just unbelievable. Beating West Virginia, beating Gonzaga, and yeah. beating Duke back-to-back-to-back. It's just like, whoa, who are these yeah. guys? And they are, they're here to play. And then and then it kind of put the expectations on the, right, the rest of the season. But, uh, but this year – this year has been more of a gauntlet of a schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're proving me wrong right now. I, I know I preached on the podcast a few different times. You know, Boiler Nation, don't you know? Don't panic if Purdue comes out of the non-conference schedule two or three losses. Now, I didn't think we would have our lone loss right now to be Northwestern. But with that said, that's a conference loss, not a non-conference loss. So, shout it, out Chicago State. <laughs> oh my gosh, it just—it's basketball, man. College of basketball. There's been yeah. a lot of upsets, and right now. The Big Ten looks like a four or five team mm-hmm. field as far as getting into the NCAA tournament. Uh, to answer your question, yes, in 2021, we did play Florida State at home. Um, Purdue won 93 to 65. Wow. Smack. Yeah, Purdue was uh, was ranked 10th at that point. Okay. Um, Purdue was up 16 at half. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of scored 48 and 45. And I'm pretty uh, sure I was State. at that game, and I just don't remember mm-hmm. anything about it. <laughs> yeah. They weren't very good the last two years. Um, but, yeah. And I have to agree. I think last year definitely was a more impressive one just because of, like, we didn't know. It was just like, you know, there were talk, we were talking before the season, like, just, you know, what was it will be a successful season? I'm pretty sure I said just top half the Big Ten, just make tournament. And that's all I really considered was a successful season. And you know, from the PK eighty five, like just beat if we can just beat West Virginia, then we'll play, you know, don't get embarrassed by Gonzaga, and then you'll play, you know, someone pretty decent. Um, and then they go out and whoop them. Um yeah, this year's I mean obviously yeah, more of a gauntlet, but I think it's you know, like looking at Maui was like, you know, just get to the championship game against you're gonna play most likely Kansas or Marquette. Um out of that other side of the field and, you know, see what happens. And they've uh, been pretty damn impressive. Yes. Well said. Well said. But uh, Saturday's win over Alabama up in Toronto at the Coca-Cola Center by a score 92-86. That was one of the more impressive ones we've seen in the during this streak in the last few years. I mean, mm-hmm. just the way Alabama shot the ball as a team. I mean, they overall they shot 29 for 64, 45.3%, which Purdue shot at a higher clip, 30 for 62 for 48.4. Purdue even shot at a higher clip for three-point range, 8 for 18 for 44.4%. But Alabama made 19 for 46 for 41.3%, and 13 of those 19 were in the first half. I yeah. mean, I felt so fortunate to be within a arm 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 length away from Alabama, let alone only two points down a half, considering they hit 13 mm-hmm. threes. Because I think if you would tell almost every team before the game, hey, you're going to hit 13 threes, they're probably like, we're going to be at 15 to 20 points a half. Right. No, 100%. I, was, I didn't catch the very beginning of the game. I was driving home. I don't know if I picked up lunch. I don't remember what I was doing. I was listening to the radio broadcast, and, yeah, Black was just – it just sounded like it was just a barrage of threes. It's like, oh. you know – just like they they can hit. Everywhere. Thankfully, like Trey hit his first hit the first three for us. Kind of 
studied it a little bit, but then like they came right back and hit another one. I was just like, oh my god, like, I'm like, I'm gonna get home and it's gonna be like twenty to three. <laughs> yeah, it was like they got out like eight or eight, eight or ten to zero or something. And I'm like, all right, yeah. you know, we've kind of seen other teams throw the first punch. We'll be all right. But then every time we chip away, there's like, I'm like, okay, if this could be one of these days, there's just nothing you can do. That's the game of basketball sometimes. And Mark Spears or Sears, excuse me. Oh my goodness. Guy had 35 points. Um, He was just a flamethrower at times. I don't know if Purdue's going to play many guards as talented as offensively talented as he is the rest of the I mean, season. He hit as many threes as the entire Purdue team. Yeah. He was <laughs> he went, just he went eight, eight for 16. Ridiculous. You know, it was him. And then they had another guy looking at their, <clears throat> their box. Um, score. Right. cell went three for six. Walter yeah. went two for four. Like Grant Nelson, who I was really worried about, um, which ended up being not too big of a factor. He went two for seven. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, so a lot of people say that the Sears reminded a lot of people of Carson Edwards, which I 100% agree with because he was just, I mean, it was like one of those things where if he got hot, just get out of his way. Just let him do his thing. Quick release, and he's one of those guys that every time he shoots, you kind of hold your breath. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but, I mean, credit to the guys. I mean, they just hung in there. They battled, they battled, they battled. Put up 92 points over their own. Took advantage of the... Their post game download, of course, with the most mm-hmm. dominant player in the country and Zach Eady. Which, I mean, Zach, you look at his box score 36 minutes of play, 35.7 rebounds. I feel like nobody's really even talking about it. It's like, oh, another good game for Zach. It's like, I feel like as Purdue fans, we're taking this for granted and we need to yeah. soak every minute of it. It's like Caleb Biggie Swanigan sophomore year. It's like mm-hmm. he'd get 20 and 15. It's like, oh, another good game for Biggie, yeah. another 15 rebounds. What the heck? Yeah. Could get it's, 20. Yeah. It's, it's just like, I mean, Zach is a great college basketball player, and we need to appreciate every mm-hmm. game we get to see him suit up in the Purdue uniform because we're going to look back on it a handful of years from now and be like, man, that really was a special time. Yeah, I remember last year, senior night, um, I was at the game, and like they were going through starting lineups, and I kind of had a realization like at the time. I was like, oh, my God, this might be the last time I see Zach Eady play because, like, you know, I mean, he was having a great year off the I mean, national point of the year. It was like he can go pro. Like you know, this could be it. Like this could be the last time we see him play at Mackey. And so, like when he came back, like the games I've gone to, I'm like, I'm gonna appreciate every single yep. minute of this because he's just so much fun to watch. Yes, he is. Um, it is. It's so much better when you've got when he's just such a good person too. It's so much easier. I mean, you look at, I mean, going, which is so crazy to think about now. Like looking back, like in that recruiting class, one we had Jaden Ivey. <laughs> and then Zach Eady might be the better college player. I mean, obviously, he, or I was going to be the way, way better pro, more than likely. Um, being and not if Monty Williams has anything to do with it. Right. Being top six pick is pretty cool. Um, but, like, you know, looking at who Purdue was going after before he came to the picture, you know, Hunter Dickinson, like, we all wanted him. And it's like, God, like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I doubt he'd be able to, he'd be the Hunter that he is today if he was at Purdue. Maybe he would have transferred two years into it. I have no idea, though. Like, um, but you like look at that and it's like, I man, he could be, he's easily like one of the top, you know, national player of the year contenders against Edie, but it's like, he's just such a douche. And, yes, such, he is. Like, and it's like, my, like just the stuff he does. It's like, my God, <laughs> like, thank God. Like, you know, he doesn't do anything like that or just any really pretty players in general. I mean, really since the, when painter kind of had to reassess his recruiting, you know, yeah. about 10 years ago, like we haven't had those types of issues. I mean, obviously a couple off the court stuff, but nothing, Nothing that's like on the court where guys body slamming guy into the you know, or being a jackass after hitting threes, whatever. But it's and then you know obviously Kalkbrenner at Creighton's an incredible player. Um, there's a kid that went to Wisconsin. I can't remember where he transferred to, but 
and like it was like you know our fourth choice like oh god okay what are we getting out of this kid and then ends up being one of my all-time favorite players yeah it is crazy to think you know purdue has not benefited really from the covid year like like they have some of their opposition has that has beat Purdue in a few games the last few years. But looking back on it recruiting wise, Purdue's definitely hit some gems that might have not been their their first selection. I mean, Zach Eady, mm-hmm. Carson Edwards. Mm-hmm. Um those are the two that stick out, but I'm, I'm sure there's others. Yeah. I'm sure I guarantee there's others. Uh, well, Braden Smith was, you know, the, Purdue was the only one that was smart enough to really give him an offer. And, and speaking of Braden Smith, I mean, he had a great game the other day, 27 points, mm-hmm. eight assists, five rebounds, 37 minutes of play. He's definitely turned into uh, the Robin to uh, mm-hmm. Purdue's Batman, which is, of course, the reigning National Player of the Year in Zach Eady. I mean, it's he's starting to become a bona fide stud within his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, I I doubt they would do it, but like I mean, as Brian Ewart has said um, before, like I mean, he should be an All American type. Is he's playing like it right now, right? Um, and uh, you know, assuming Purdue has an incredible year and goes deep in tournament, like, I, I doubt they'd put two players on the same team on the first team. But like, I you know, if he keeps this play up, like, he definitely should make one of the the three teams, which is just incredible. Just from the fact where we were, you know, a year ago, where it's like you know. We, you know, wanted David Jenkins. We thought he might be the point guard. Then it was like, oh, we're actually, you know, the, this freshman from Westfield who had no Power Five offers outside of Purdue might be the point guard, and it was going to be a lot of growing pains. And um, then, you know, had a good year. I had a you know, really great year, all things considered, last year. And then coming into this year, people were saying, you know, he's not even a top, you know, top twenty-five, you know, point guard in the country or one of the best point guards in the Big Ten. And I mean, kudos to them because it pissed him off, and he's playing like it, and it's awesome. So I just keep keep doing it because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's been, I mean, even the Iowa game where he scored two points, like he was just, he had complete control over that game. I mean, even, I mean, in this game, obviously the shooting was incredible. Uh, he just looked so much more confident, but the big thing, you know, for him was one turnover. He played 36 yeah. minutes and played and had one turnover. Yeah. Um, you know, five rebounds, eight assists, you know, against that, you know, going into this year and especially this priest, the pre-con, if you had told me, it'd be like, hey, and I, I might have talked about this. I can't remember. And I, I might have, might be misremembering. But if you had asked me, like, what game would you pick Purdue to lose to? I probably would have picked Alabama at the start of the year just because of knowing what they've been in the past long. I feel like what is the exact type of team that gives Purdue trouble. And especially a kid like, like Braden, who had a lot of trouble last year with people like that. And it was nothing. Yeah. I mean, he. He and Edie have been the the steady two, and then the third Purdue doesn't really have a steady third guy right now, which mm-hmm. isn't a bad problem because they have so many quality players that can step up. I mean, it, one night it's Mason Gillis, one night it's Lance Jones, one night it's Fletcher Lawyer, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, and, I mean, uh, other guys contributed too. I mean, Kaufman Rin started only played ten minutes, but at five points, uh, Miles Colvin five big points off the bench, sixteen minutes. They're playing him a bunch down the stretch. That was, um, that was huge. You know, Ethan Morton played 12 minutes, but he had some big defensive stops. Like I said, Gillis got 14 minutes of run, but he had a lot of hustle plays. Caleb First, more athletic guy, 20 minutes in this mm-hmm. game. Um, and then uh, I mean, Gillis, High- Gillis had that incredible word. Edie tipped it. Don't know how. And Gillis got threw it over his shoulder for the Miles Colvin three. Yeah, it's man, has been something like you said with Colvin playing big minutes down the stretch. It was that was cool to see because I mean, a lot of people have been clamoring for him, but I mean, he's been lost on defense it seems like but i mean the fact that painter had him out there i mean definitely trust him and he's getting better which is good because i think for purdue to make the run that we all want him to make like we're gonna need him or heidi to really kind of be more prevalent on the team down the stretch especially against these more athletic teams that we're gonna see um he did 
he did a great job. I love, yeah, he had a really good game. I thought for the time he played. Yeah, I thought everybody played pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Fletcher Lawyer only four points, but athletic team was just kind of, I mean, he wasn't, Yeah, he didn't take a ton of shots. I don't think my box score is only showing points, rebounds, assists. It doesn't show shot attempts. He but, was uh over he was over five from the field over three from okay. three. Okay, so, so four about, from four yeah. from the line. Yeah, so he shot four, some but not not a ton. Um yeah. so that's all right. I mean he could he's the type of player he can have a bounce back game on Saturday against Arizona. Mm-hmm. So uh speaking of all these guys, you probably saw this. I took I took a stab at it. I almost got it, but I missed a Purdue uh, University bookstore yesterday it was giving away a uh one of the they're doing a contest for the gold hoodie mm-hmm. that Ryan Walters has in, and I have one too, but I thought if I could win one, I could give it away for as a Christmas gift or something. Mm-hmm. So they or wanted one to know, of our loyal listeners or one of our loyalists. <laughs> I would have found something, something good to yeah. do with it. Uh, they, they want to know who the top five NIL Jersey sales were last sales. week in order. And you had to be the fastest to get it correct. So I, yeah. I did it on Twitter and Facebook and I did my same five. I got two guys switched around or I would have had it. Really? Uh, Edie was first. I, I, Smith I, I, was second. I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't see it. Oh, okay, guess. those, those they're, two. They're, they're, I think you would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Edie and Braden. Yep. I mean, everybody was guessing them one and two, so that wasn't a spoiler. Yeah. But three through five was the interesting part. I'm going to say three is Colvin. It was. I feel like he's just been such a fan favorite. Um, I'm going to say four is Lawyer. He was five. Dang it. Um... Gillis? Gillis was four. I had Dang Colvin it. and Gillis switched. I had gotcha. Gillis third and Colvin four. And, oh, I, but it was, like, I put him in, I'm like, it could be, you know, Kaufman Reed could be in there. Caleb, yeah. I mean, any of the guys, Lance Jones I, my, my original, popular. I, I, when I, when I saw that tweet, I was going to respond. I never did during, it was during work or whatever, but I, at the time, which I'm, I'm not sure what I'm thinking about right now. I was going to put Lance, I was going to have, my original top three were Edie Smith and Jones. I feel like people have been loving Jones so much. But they would get his um, with the double nickel five five, um, but I didn't think about that. But yeah, yeah, but that was interesting, and it's it is cool. This is what I like about the NIO. Mm-hmm. The guys getting jerseys. I know you 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 were having a good conversation on our Twitter account with people, and and you and I and Andrew were texting on the side. I mean, we grew up getting so many basketball and football jerseys. It's nice to see guys get to get a piece of the cut now. Yeah, I mean, my first jersey I remember was I got a Drew Brees fifteen. Um, I got a Kyle Orton gold with the white numerals, 18. It was way too big for me. Just I'm sure you had the same situation going on. Um, I remember making, going to your uh, university spirit. Yeah. On on Chauncey Hill and making a Jersey because I wanted a um, Ray Edwards Jersey. Um, but they wouldn't let me put Edwards on the back because <laughs> my dad's like, oh, his last name is Edwards. <laughs> He's like, no, no, we can't do that. Um, I had that. Uh, I think other football ones. I can't remember. I kind of, after that, I, like once I got to high school, I kind of stopped buying yeah. jerseys. But like basketball, I had my first basketball jersey was a 22 drawn Cornell jersey. Nice. Um, and I had a 20 Kenny Lowe, like from my like, freshman year. Um, I had. I don't think I have. I'll have to go back to my closet at my dad's house. I could still have some. I don't think I had a three Chris Kramer. I don't think. Listen, maybe I bought it on sale at one point. I don't think I did. I had a 33 
when it was the black black on black, which was so sick, horrible on TV. Yeah, um, thirty three e for each one more, and that was probably the last Bassmaners I bought. I had a Robbie four shirt jersey um, that I wore the absolute crap out of. Um, I think that might have been the last thing I bought. That was like a player's because I was high school, and at that point, it was. I didn't really feel like doing it when I was in college. When I was, right. <laughs> I know, I know, it is weird, but now it's sucks. like it, now it's like you can get it, and it, at least it goes to them, you know. So it's yeah. just different when you see adults wearing ED jerseys and things. It's 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 cool because I mean that's the thing we've seen Ohio State, and Michigan people in football in particular do it for years. Oh, uh, I mean, like they've the, had so like, many good players. But that's what was like was, and I'm glad Nike Nike mentioned this. But I was like, I mean, the Ohio State football game this year. I was like, when I saw so many Harrison jerseys, I was like, why the hell do we don't have anything like this? And I was like, is it? I was like, was it a Purdue thing? Is it? You know, because I've seen like the basketball jerseys they've been putting out. Like it's definitely like it's not what they're wearing. Um, I know we had like the they had the replica like number one, but there was no name on the back. I was like, why? Why are we selling these like right. looks like knockoff jerseys? And I'm right. assuming it was a Nike thing. So shout out to Nike for finally pulling their head out of the sand i remember i was so mad even before the nil was in like they purdue just it was i think why we were graduating they just stopped selling player jerseys Mm because never capitalized on biggie never capitalized on carson edwards rondell moore david bell i'm like you're leaving money on the table what are you right yeah which i don't know that might have been maybe part of the whole like lawsuit like you know you couldn't do that but yeah i mean like, like this is exactly how and this is what like Edie, for example i mean he's he's picture perfect or he's the poster child for what NIL should be yes. because he, you know, came in, worked his butt off. And then now he's profiting you know, off his, all of his work versus these guys. You see transfer portal guys are five-star guys coming out of high school. Like where people are paying them $4 million and they're not, you know, and they're, you know, averaging five points a game right now or something. Right. It's just like, you know, but like the ED thing, like that's, that's the cool part of like, this is how NIL should be working yep. aside from him having to do it in Canada since he can't do it in the U S and he's not a citizen, but I think jersey wise, now I gotta go through my list. I I, I remember my first basketball and I had a Brian Cardinal. Nice. Then I had a Carson Cunningham. That was a cool one. Gold with white lettering. Oh yeah. And then I think I had a Brett Busher. I'm not 100 percent about that, but I think I had a Brett Busher. I think you did. I think I remember that. And then I had a David Teague, but it was like a that's one I was I was just saying if I would have had one, I wish I would have I would have had a number two David Teague. It was like a knockoff one. It was like a Coliseum one somebody got me for birthday. Okay. It was gold, but it was still I swore the crap out of it. Yeah. Then I got a Kramer's. I think my mm-hmm. parents got me for Christmas. And then I got a lot of money one year for a birthday or something, and I bought the same Etuan one you had, and I had a white Robbie, which I remember I had to take it back to the store and get another one because I got home and there was a rip in it. I hadn't even mm-hmm. wore it. And then I got another uh, Kramer Gold, which it was weird. That was when we were in high school and they released the gold jersey and Purdue never wore them until the following season. Hmm. They made a three Kramer, but then they didn't wear it till the 2010-11 season. But they released, <laughs> they released them in 09-10. <laughs> and then I uh, I also, swear you had a Jawan Johnson in 25. I did not. Yeah, and then, and then I had a twelve, which was also a, a present. I think and Barlow was twelve at the time. <laughs> so, but then I stopped, and I had a Etwan jersey as well. It was yeah. literally till the numbers fell off. And then football breeze was my first one, which I'll never forget. My dad, it was my second Purdue game ever. It was against Minnesota his senior year, and my dad won buy me a breeze jersey, and the only size they had on campus left, and I'm. A, Third grade at the time was an adult small. The thing went down practically. To and my you're ankles. small already. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm already a tiny guy, anyways. 
I mean, that thing fit me through high school. <laughs> uh, that was my um, flag football in the backyard jersey right, for a yeah. while. So Andrew's not here, but I think it, he had a white Stanford 82, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. And my favorite basketball is he had a 33 when we were kids, which was Darmetrius Kilgore. Oh, which that's was, a good one. It was an that's awesome one. That's a good one. one. That's a good yeah. one. It's, and then after Breeze, I never had an Orton. As big a Kyle Orton fan I am, I never had a Kyle Orton Purdue jersey. I got a Kyle Orton Bears jersey, and then he immediately got traded. <laughs> I, I got one, and we had to send it back because when I opened it, the letters were falling off. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. And then I got a Bronco one when he's on the Broncos, and he signed it at a signing. I remember, I remember in middle school, which I won't tell our friend who's actually a fan of this team, but I remember a jersey I really wanted in middle school but never got was a D Brown Illinois jersey. I wanted one. I thought he was just so cool. Because um, Josh had, because we weren't friends with Josh. Oh, I yeah. wasn't friends with Josh at the time. I remember I'd see it. And I was like, man, it's such a cool jersey. I wish I had. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I would see it in like the East Bay magazines or something. And I was like, man, I want this jersey. I wanted, I really wanted a powder blue Michael Jordan one at one point. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, shout out to jerseys. And then I think, I'll name off a couple more here. I, I, I had a Ray Edwards white. It was after yep. you got yours made, then they started selling them in the store. Yeah. And then I think there was only two. Oh, I had a. Black Stanford. I think I feel. I feel like every Purdue fan had those because they sold them from his freshman year on. Mm-hmm. So, but the last two I got, I had a Curtis Painter, and then I got yeah. when I got in college, I got a Robert Marr of my freshman year. Yeah. And then then I was, yeah, that was that was that was it. So yeah, trip down memory lane. Yep, I would love if they brought back throwbacks sometime. Like oh yeah, and, and I know they did. Well, like Greasy Breeze, Breeze and, and Allstott. Allstott, yeah. But I wish they'd do that. I'd love to get a Rod Woodson or something, even though he's Ooh. way before my time. I think that'd be a cool yeah. one. Or, yeah, or Stu or like Swagger. Yes, yeah, so that'd be a huge. That'd be an awesome yeah. one. Um, um, oh God, he was quarterback when our dad was in college. When our dads were in college, Herman. Uh, Mark Herman. Mark yeah. Herman would be a cool. Uh, one. Yep, yep. There's whole. They should just list the cradle quarterbacks. I mean, right. even Blau and Oklahoma. One for basketball I would love, and especially if they made it like when he wore it, was would be Brad Miller, that era of jerseys. Oh, yeah. Like, I love those yeah. jerseys. Yeah. They could sell a lot of big dogs, too, if they yeah if they would yeah. do it. But, yeah, they. I feel like I don't know if that's probably a whole other rabbit hole in it, like NIL. I don't even know if it's not NIL for them. It probably still would be NIL for them because yeah. – that's kind of what started this whole thing over the the Obama brothers and the NCAA football games back in the, in, mm-hmm. in the day. So I don't know, but, but uh, to put a punctuation on this, I'm glad that at student athletes are getting their cut from. Merch. And I'm really glad that they, that they did like, I don't know if it's a, that was a Purdue decision or a nice decision, but the fact that they're doing every player, like even yes. like the walk-ons, that's so cool. Yep. So I thought I saw, I don't know if it's true, but I, I saw on Twitter, I think that someone said that actually someone bought one of every single one which is really if that's true that's that really cool. cool like shout like shout out to like you know martin and um sam king and all those you know, the walk-ons mm-hmm. who you know are getting yeah still a cut and all that's really cool yeah it's very cool it's very yeah. cool so it'd be cool to see i love to see i can't wait to see like little kids wearing i know heidi jerseys or zach jerseys, and that that's gonna be so cool yeah, good for that I, mean, I wish we had that in our childhood i mean like i said yeah. we had plenty of jerseys we, we were spoiled yeah. that way but in the nice, the nice thing though about those not having names on the back was then the new player yeah. would come in, and now all of a sudden it's, it's this player. So yeah, it was, it was somebody until they changed jersey styles. And yeah. they're like, oh crap. Yeah, <laughs> so, now now it's, now it's great. Yeah, I wonder if this. I was thinking about this today, and we're in a rabbit hole, but I, I like talking uniforms. I wonder if this will make teams like Indiana basketball, Notre Dame football get names on the back of their jerseys. I was wondering about that because I was like, I mean. 
like with Indiana, like obviously they famously have never had names in the back of the jersey, but like, you know, can you say this at the, you know, a 23 Trace Jackson Davis jersey last year? Like, or, can you, or is it just, I mean, like, how do you, I mean, I mean, I have no idea how you would do that without having to put a name on yeah. it. Um, Cause his name's not on it, like, and all that. But yeah, it's interesting how that works. I assume they could customize it with the name now, but like yeah. if they sell it at the bookstore with their name back, it's like, that's not authentic technically because right, they yeah. have names on their back. And in Notre Dame right. football is the same way, except I'll never forget the year they made the Hawaii bowl in Hawaii against Hawaii and Weiss put names on the back of their jerseys. And it was so weird looking. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's interesting. It's like, it's like the New York Yankees, of course, they don't have names on the back. So if you buy a replica jersey, it's got name on their back. But if you buy an authentic one, it does not have their name on the back of their jersey. So. I never thought about that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just, I don't know. Just another rabbit hole that I'm sure we'll uh, <laughs> find the answer soon in the next few years. Because, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, any other thoughts from Saturday's 92 to 86 victory? It was just a really fun game. I mean, just, I mean, start to feel like once Purdue kind of got, like I said, like I said at halftime, like I felt felt great being only down two after that. I was like, there's no way they're gonna, you know, keep it going before then they start the second half and Purdue <laughs> plays like crap. And it's like, oh god, <laughs> good feeling gone. Um, but I mean, the team was resilient. They fought back. I mean, you know, Ed did what he did and just fouled out the whole team. <laughs> it seemed like. Um, then Braden kind of flipped the switch and just like there was like like three or four straight possessions. He just, you know, got a bucket somehow. Um, you know, I mean, they really could have probably gone away, gone, you know, one more with a turnover at the end where, where lawyer kind of just took his eye off the ball. Um, that kind of made it a little more interesting than it really was. Um, but it was a great win. It was really cool to see the, the Toronto Raptors super fan being there. Mm-hmm. Where he, that was really cool. Um, it can be the, uh, Purdue NIL sugar daddy. I don't know. That would be go. nice. We'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, um, but it was really cool. Like the, I mean, this the footage afterwards of like seeing Zach with his family. I mean, what yeah. a cool moment for him. Like saw pictures of like his like 91 year old grandpa. He, like, it was like, oh my, it was like, yeah, tearing up while seeing those, those <laughs> pictures. Um, it was like the fact that he hadn't, he hadn't played in Toronto since he was a sophomore in high school. So it's really cool for his, really cool for his family. The fact that Purdue got the win, which is even better. Um, but yeah, pretty, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. It was a fun game to watch indeed. Um, another one of those games that Purdue's been in where if you didn't have a dog in the fight, I mean, I'm glad we did because we came out on the victorious mm-hmm. side, but if you're just a college basketball game, that's an entertaining game. And Purdue's been in a handful mm-hmm. of them already this year. So, yeah. and I think we're going to get another one on Saturday, the Indy Classic, which it's, it's the rebranded 430 on Peacock. So if you haven't got your subscription yet, you better do so. This is the first of six times at least. It could be in the Big Ten tournament as well, I think. At least six times that Purdue's going to be on Peacock. And this is a big one. Number three, Purdue against number one, undefeated Arizona. Purdue owns a seven to five series lead over Arizona. Um, they've won two meetings in five of the last seven contests, dating back to the 77 78 season. They won the last meeting, which was everybody thought it was going to be the championship of the 2017 Battle for Atlantis, but it was in the seventh place, seventh place game. Yeah. Uh, but Purdue dominated them 89 to 64 to, to get yeah. on a hot stretch that lasted until February. Yeah. I remember going to that game. Cause it was like going into that term. I was like, okay, cool. Or, you know, cause Purdue was, cause that was, was that the Vincent Isaac? Was that their yes. senior year? Senior year. It's okay. Yes. Senior. So it's like, yeah, we knew we were going to be a good team. 
um, gets that tournament and it was like, okay, we're, the goal is to play Arizona. Cause I think they were like number two in the country yes. at the time or something like that. Um, you know, get to that and it, you know, be an awesome game. Then you lose to Tennessee in overtime. The first Should round have had them in regulation. Yeah. And then you lose to Western Kentucky yeah. in the second round. It was like, <laughs> so, oh my God, we have, it's like, oh my God, we got to play Arizona now. <laughs> we got to go in three. <laughs> then yep. Beat the brakes off them. So yep. I guess that's, that's also pretty beating Sean Miller back to, you know, two times in a row now because with the Xavier game this year. We were ranked 18th at the time. Arizona was two playing for the seventh place in the tournament. <laughs> God. Uh, and then before that, um, because we because we we went on to win a school record 19 games in a row, but um, uh, our last win in school history and only our se- we've only had two. Our last win in school history against the number one ranked team came against Arizona 72-69, November 24, 2000, in Indianapolis in the then John Wooden tradition, Classic, then yeah. and then Conseco Fieldhouse, which is now Gamebridge. Cambridge Fieldhouse. So we are a two in 20 all time against number one ranked teams. <laughs> so I wonder, um, I wonder how many of those, though, were Purdue being unranked. Oh, there's quite a few of them. Yeah. Like, actually, I got it on my phone for just a second. Because what? Because 2013 was the last time we played number one because it was Indiana at Mackey and we yeah. got uh, boat raced <laughs> by like 30. Um, um Indiana was actually not number one oh, okay. at that time. They were number one when we went to Indiana. We lost 83-55 on yeah. February 16th, uh, 2013, the day after my 21st birthday. I wasn't feeling so well. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. not feeling yeah. well at all. No, you weren't. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't even care about the game that day. Um, uh, let's see. We've got comments from... Ted Berkey here on YouTube. I am scared for this game as we generally don't play well in this game post-finals. Very good point. Very good point. Very good point. Well, Arizona has to play too, so yeah, they're, and, they're having finals too. And yes, that battle for Atlantis game was being played in a ballroom. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So Indian was the last time. Before that, we were number 12 playing at number one, Ohio State. That was my freshman year. I went to that game. 87-64 loss, which it was over at halftime. I wanted yeah. to leave at halftime. But, <laughs> Actually, uh, the pink, you went with the pink crew, yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. And William Buford and John Diebler, I still think, are making threes. <laughs> um, let's see. We've been ranked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. Out of how many? 22? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, what's the highest we've been ranked? Was it 12th? Fifth. In 1987, oh. we lost to uh, number mm. one, Iowa, 70 to 67. Wow. Huh. We were ranked 14th and 93 at number one Indiana, lost 93-78. Um, our other win was in 1979 against Michigan State at home, 52-50. Hmm. But a lot of Indiana's on here. And Ohio State's <laughs> the second most. Yeah, yep. especially with Thad Mata and those teams, too. I was at the 05 game, the loss to Illinois, who had only one loss till the chip chip game. Purdue gave them all they yep. wanted. That was a seven win Purdue team lost 68 to 59. Hmm. Um, yeah. Very interesting list here. Yep. So, but Arizona's very good. They're a good shooting team. They're athletic fast. Of course. Um, it's going to be a real test. It's going to be a real test. I don't know. I haven't seen a line on the game. Have you? I have not. I was going to look real quick. Usually, I feel like with college basketball, it's on the it, ESPN. They don't release until like the day of yes, or the day before yes. at the very latest. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, nothing yet. It's 
it's interesting here. The Purdue-Arizona series, the first time they ever played was in 1934. Purdue won 34 to 23 in West Lafayette. Then they played in 1968 in Honolulu. Then they pl- they've played in Vegas, Louisville, Tucson, West Lafayette, Anchorage, Alaska, Tucson, Indianapolis, Anaheim, California, hmm. uh, New Orleans for the NCAA tournament. Chris Kramer yeah. made that shot on his knees, 72-63 win. And then to Paradise Island in the Bahamas. So they've played all over the place against each other. They're looking at just like Ken Palm for those who follow that religiously. Um, Arizona's two, Purdue's three overall. Um Arizona has the number six uh, offense efficiency, uh, number two defense, whereas Purdue has number three offense, number nine defense. I think Arizona's the only one who's, who's top five in both categories. Um, the big thing I'm curious to see is in terms of like adjusted tempo, so obviously how fast team plays, they are sixth, which is by far going to be the fastest team that Purdue will have played. Um, I'm trying to think, like for, for, uh, for reference, Alabama was 29th, Gonzaga 83rd. Um, Let's see anybody else we played? Tennessee was 86th, Marquette 143rd. Um, who's first? Just out of curiosity. Kennesaw State, UMBC yeah. second, Sam Samford's three. So I mean, it's also like that's also including you know data at this point. But I mean, sure. Western Kentucky's fourth, Tulane's fifth. Brandon Newman, Kentucky. Newman effect, Western Kentucky. Yeah, and uh, oh god. Um, Christian Lutz. Lander. <laughs> and is in their coach Lutz? Yep. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Uh so be, I mean it's gonna be a, it'd probably be the biggest test for sure. Yeah. Caleb Love, you know, who's you know yep. big guard, you know, has experience, you know, has final four national championship experience. Really streaky. I hope we get Caleb Love of last year where he, you know, goes, you know, four for twenty-five and, and kind of shoots him out of the game. But when he's on, he is on. Um They've got, they've got, they've got like three guys that really worry me, and they're all guards, sure. um, just because of their size and the fact that um, one of the guys, I got his name, I'll get it here in a second, um, Boswell, I believe, he's shooting fifty-two and a half percent from three, and he's taking like forty of them. So it's not like he's like taking six of them on the year. He's taking quite a bit. Um, he's six-two, uh, so nothing. He's not too big. You just wonder who you know is that going to be a a Braden's assignment? Is that going to be a Fletcher assignment? Um, you know, Balo, their center. He's he's probably going to be the most phys- probably the most physical guy Edie will face all year. More likely, he's seven foot two sixty. Definitely, he's not a stretch five by any means. So that'll be uh, probably good for us. The fact that he's not going to pull Zach out of the paint. Um, but it'll be I'll be curious to see how that matchup goes, just because Zach doesn't really go up against guys that can body him like he's used oh, to. Yeah. Like and Zach's still has Zach is still also like 300 pounds. So he's still got some weight on him and can run though. And shout out to Chris Foreman and his whole department here. They do a great job at game notes. That's where I'm getting all this information Mm -hmm. from Purdue all time on December 16th is seven and two. They've only played uh, (laughs) twice on December 16th since 2000. One was in 2006 and a 68 to 65 loss to Butler, which I do not recall that. I don't know why that would have been, that would have been uh oh six oh seven year. So that would have been the wooden still. Yeah. And then they won uh beat Ohio State in the COVID year in 2020, 67 to 60. Mm-hmm. Another interesting thing here, including Saturday's matchup between Purdue and Arizona, there will have been nine games involving top eleven teams around the country. Purdue will have been involved in four of them already. Wow. Well then you look at 
the top three teams in the country are playing in the state of Indiana on Saturday. Yeah. So you got you got Arizona, Purdue, then you have Kansas, who's, who's ranked second, who I think is still a fraud, playing in Bloomington, who I think, well, I guess we'll talk about, we'll probably pick games later, but I don't think that's going to go the way that Purdue fans want. But um, And on top of that, at 4 o'clock, you have a huge playoff uh, implication NFL game between the yeah. Steelers and Colts. So the whole sports world is going to kind of be centered on Indiana on yeah. Saturday, which is pretty cool. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Yeah, Indianapolis is going to be a madhouse around there. So it's crazy to think it's 4 o'clock and 4.30. So it's not like there's yeah. you're spread out at all. It's it's right there. Yeah. Um, but it'll, 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 be, it'll, be a, it'll be a fun day. Fun day. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know what – I don't know how to feel about this game. I mean, yeah. I guess, it's, you know, I, I want to win, of course, but a loss, it wouldn't be all yeah, as long as we don't get like boat raced, boat raced, I'll be like, I'll, I'll feel okay. I mean, if we lose, I'll be mad, obviously. But like, is like, if it's you know, loose number one team, it's not really too much to you know, bang your head on. I say, as long as you don't get outclassed and you know, just run off the floor, um, it should be, I would assume, a pretty heavy Purdue crowd, which, which could make it really cool just from the fact that it's yeah. you, know, you know, another 3,000 more people compared so to what's Mackie. the other game. Um, Indiana State and Ball State, which Indiana State is legit, which would be really cool. I'm going to try. I'm going with my dad. We're going to the game. I think we're going to try and make at least the second half of that game. Um, Indiana State is on the verge of being ranked. Um, they're playing really well. Second best team uh, in the state right now. Yeah, yeah for Ken Palm and Ball State, obviously, you got Michael Lewis, um, so who's yeah. doing some pretty good things down there. Could be Indiana's uh, next head coach someday. Yeah, um, so that's cool. I mean, yeah, it's just – it's. I, I, I texted to our group the other day, but, like, Looking back, you know, last year, I remember when the Indy Classic was announced, it was Purdue Davidson. I remember what the other game was. It might have been Indiana State Ball State again. I don't even remember. But I remember, like, people, IU fans in particular, were, like, laughing at the game because it was the same day they, you know, they probably played Kansas or Arizona or something. Uh, but it was, you know, like, you know, that, that's, you know, that's the game they're, they're playing instead of the crossroads. And it's like now we're playing yeah. number one team and it's sold out, which I posted on our Twitter the other day. Like, I don't know if the crossroads ever sold out. Um, maybe if Indiana was like when they were number one that year when they lost to Butler, like just because I mean Indiana did bring the most fans. Um, but I don't feel like I ever remember seeing stuff about the games being sold out. I went to the very first one, I think it was because all four it teams were sense. pretty decent. Yeah, uh, Purdue and Butler went down the wire. Butler wanted Andrew Smith tipping, and then Indiana was that was kind of their first year of coming out of hell for them yeah and notre dame was always decent but they brought nobody notre dame doesn't have basketball yeah. fans so yeah. or they do but you know what i'm saying but um Few and far between yeah but after that it, it seemed like every year that went on it kind of <laughs> got know. less and less um and ticket prices went up too right <laughs> but like everything I, I think i only went to one and that was 2014 we lost <laughs> i think i went to the first Three or maybe four, and then I said never again because I got just tired of seeing us <laughs> lose. So, yeah. But that that, that, that first win over Notre Dame in 2016 was one of my favorite non-conference wins Purdue's had just because Purdue was down yeah. a ton. Ryan Klein yeah. caught, got hot, and, and Vince Edwards, I believe, got a really good game, and they won and just felt like got the monkey off their back. I remember mm-hmm. Biggie slamming the ball down. Yep. As the There's a buzzer the, went the off. Boiler Ball shared pictures of, you know, about being at Gamebridge, and that was the first picture. So I was like – like what is this? I was like, oh, that's. that's I, was, I saw the Notre Dame players. Like, oh, that's when we they came back from behind and we we won for the first time. So it was like I remember watching that game in my apartment. Like the first time, I was like, this here we go again. Like this stupid freaking thing. Like maybe we should get out of it because we're yeah. gonna win. Yeah. And, then, and I remember being pumped after that game. 
I remember tweeting. I think it was a halftime of that game. If not, I was here before. I'm like, I'm like, get us out of it. Replace us with Evansville. IUPUI. IPFW at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Valparaiso. I don't care. Get us out of this stupid thing. God. Uh, But good times. Good times. Good times. But uh, I mean, for this game, I don't. I mean, I've already said just competitive. I hope it's a fun game. I said I do worry about the the fact it's coming out finals week. Probably going to be playing with that stupid Wilson Evolution ball, or, which supposedly or not, 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 been, not Evolution, not the Evo, whatever the hell it's called. Which supposedly Purdue's been practicing with it a decent amount, like throughout this year. That's oh, what okay. I read, just to okay. get used to it for the tournament later on. So yeah, um, but I mean, obviously Arizona's a Nike school too, so they've got to play with the, 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 the ball too. The, the fact that college basketball doesn't use I. I get it. I get it from the companies, yes. but the fact they can't unify and just have one ball, right? Just, just, just have a company just that creates. That's what some of the words like. Just have make one company make yep. it, and then put your brand on it. Put yep. the Nike swoosh. Put the Adidas yep. thing. Yeah. Put the yeah. whatever. Yeah. Make it sound the same damn material. It just, right. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea, but yep. whatever. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping for a great game. Obviously, me being there, I hope so. Hopefully, Purdue wins, but it's gonna be a really good test. It's gonna hopefully feel like a you know, elite eight final four type matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it'll be really, it'll be a great test. Probably the, the hardest test that Purdue's faced so far this year, which I mean, Hey, great. Um, all you can do is learn from it. And if you win, you know, obviously you made a statement. If you lose, you know, hopefully as long as you, you know, are competitive, you know, you can learn a lot from it. You know, Peacock's loving this. Just love. I really want to know like what the subscriber like jump is going to be um, for a game like this. I was arguing with one of our Purdue friends because he's like, nobody's going to watch. That's a lie. NFL, NFL, Colts, Colts, Steelers, playoff. I, I, and I told him, yes, the NFL is king. The NFL beats everything. Yeah. Everything right. it's up against always will just because Americans love pro football. Um, but as far as college basketball, you can't get much better than this. So I said, it's still going to be watched by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It just, if mm-hmm. you, you're not, you can't compete with the NFL. But I said, besides that, I bet it's about the highest watched thing at that time. Yeah. So. The only downside to it is like, you know, in terms of like, you know, I guess when I think of like avid college basketball fans, like, like you know, people who love um, Carolina and Kentucky, for example, who would probably watch this game, their game starts at 530. So they'll probably, we'll probably lose because that's the CBS Sports Classic. Uh, so we'll probably lose, they'll lose some, some people on off that. But I mean, like, hopefully if at least the first half you have, a lot of people tuning in because it's really there's that's the only um legit game at that time. I mean, FAU St. Bonaventure on ESPN two. Um so you got kind of Kentucky at five thirty. Ohio State UCLA at three, but that should be yeah. almost over by that time. Right. Kansas Indiana's at twelve thirty. So I mean you've got yes. plenty of time after that. Yep. But yeah, I mean it's gonna be, I mean Yep. We want Purdue to get, you know, put on, you know, on the map and here we are. And it's one of those things three to five years from now, when people say oh, the game's on Peacock, people aren't even going to blink. It's just going to be right. like a nature like it is right now with mm-hmm. CBS Fox. That's just the way we're moving. So yeah, it's just take some time to adjust for a lot of people that want, don't want to pay the four ninety nine or whatever it is. Right. So, there's, it's got a lot of good shows on. I just watched a show tonight on it. So, um, but nonetheless, uh, let's uh, pick some games around the Big Ten. We got five and three Georgia Tech at five and five Penn State at noon on the Big Ten Network. Hmm. I think I'll take Penn State just because they're at home. 
Georgia Tech has got a good win um, over Duke earlier this month, mm-hmm. um, but it was also at home. Um, and playing at Penn State is weird because no one's there. <laughs> so I'm going to take Penn State just for that. I'll take Georgia Tech just to be different. A little different there. Uh, number two, Kansas at Indiana, 1230 CBS. Um, Indiana place will be rocking. The place is going to be stupid. But I do um, know. I do know they won't have all their students there. Because I, I didn't break. think about that. And, yeah. the, and the reason I know that is my dad's company. Um, I don't think they have season tickets, but they bought a block of games, and this was one of the games available because of students not being there. Interesting. I mean, they'll fill that's, it up. It will be. Sucks. It will. It does. Oh suck. yeah, it, it does suck. Yeah, some I mean, of the students like that really sucks. Of like, you know, especially if you're like a senior, it's like, man, this is the game you're. Especially yeah. when they announced it last year, like, hey, we're gonna have a game next year at yep. Assembly Hall. It's like, you know, as a senior, it'd be incredible. And then it all of a sudden, you find out that it's your Thanksgiving break, which really sucks for them. But I'm not gonna feel too bad for them. Um, Indiana just got boat raced by Auburn. Um, I mean, obviously Kansas. You know, there are a lot of veterans. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like if I'm picking pick Kansas, I just feel like, I mean, if IU gets off to a really hot start, that place is going to be rolling. Um, Can they hit enough threes, though? I love Kansas. Like they're going to have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like Hunter's probably going to get in foul trouble five minutes in. Like, he's going to do something stupid. He'll get thrown out or something. Like, At least know. he's used to playing there. Yeah, that is true. Um, if You know, Xavier Johnson has not played in a few games. Will he be back for this game? That'll be huge for them. If not, Gabe Cups will have a probably pretty tough matchup with Dewan Harris Jr. for Kansas. He's a really I mean, he'll go at him a lot. Um I think I see like Indiana winning by like six or something in this game. I hope I'm very wrong, but I just feel like we just the fact that IU, like if it was if it was a neutral game or if it was obviously at Kansas, Kansas yeah. kind of ran with it last year. I just I I'm not a huge believer in this Kansas team right now. Even like the metrics don't agree with their ranking right now um i think like because there's that whole stat that came out of like for the last 20 years the national champion was ranked inside the top 12 of the last 20 years i think torvik who does like who take into a lot of different metrics into account and if you like take away the preseason expectations like kansas is the last team listed on, on the for the top 12 um for that um you know i think they only have great shooting their defense is pretty good uh, I was actually going to see what they were at. Um, so they are 11th in Ken Palm, 29th offense, 6th in defense. Um, Indiana, i got to scroll a while to get to them. Um, <laughs> they're 78th, 84th in offense, 75th in defense. Um, number one in luck. Interesting. <laughs> Probably gets everybody they play their best players out. Um, trying to think here. Kansas was a little bit higher pace. But I, 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 the fact it's not IU, I'm not I'm really bad against IU at home. I would say Kansas by seven. I think it's close, though. Pretty much in Kansas, yeah. pulls away a little bit at the end. Nothing will shock me. I mean, I just expect no. it to be a close game. It's a tough environment. But Kansas, I wish they had a little more depth. Yeah, um, they have no depth. I mean, I'm not going to be saying that if we play them in March but <laughs> or April. But um, for this game, I wish they had a little more depth. But I still think yeah. they're the more talented team. This is the uh, McKenzie and Baco game because uh, – prior to the year or because of what the Indiana's five-star kid who was committed to sign to Duke and then got out of his letter of intent because Philip Housen came back and he didn't want to compete, which should say a lot, um, was down essentially between 
Kansas and Indiana. There's, I, think, I think a lot of people thought he was going to go to Louisville because the guy who recruited him to Duke was Nolan Smith, who is now on Kenny Payne's staff for now. He's probably going to be all fired. <laughs> next. Um, but a lot of people thought he was going to go to Louisville. And supposedly the rumor was someone from Kansas or Indiana paid him like $4 million to not go there. Um, Cause a lot of people thought he was going to commit to Louisville if he went. Um, but yeah, Cuban and Ken Nunn stepped up and minus one, which I'm honestly like for the kid, like playing time wise, like Indiana was the smart choice because Kansas had so many more dudes where it's like Indiana, like he was, he would could, you know, right. crawl into a starting spot. Even though I think he's playing out of position, he should be a four, but they're not going to start him at the four with Malik Renew and Khalil Ware. But um, it'll be interesting to see with that game. All that NIL money will buy you a lot of cheesy gordita crunches. That's for sure. <laughs> Um, if they give it to you, if they, if they give it to you, you know, you know maybe don't. Maybe you don't. still got to be a polite. <laughs> you got to be a polite person, a polite customer. Right. But uh, I'm gonna skip over some of these Big Ten games are just not good some matchups. Suck. But we do have number six Baylor against Michigan State, four and oh, four and five, four and five. Michigan State. This is at the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. Man. <sighs> You hate to see it, really. You don't. <laughs> I you love every minute of it. Um, yes, yeah, I mean there. It's the North Carolina effect from last year. Oh, I mean, you, a team well, that you was mediocre. Them, all like, year. This is not a good basketball team right now. No, oh. which is weird. Like, is like, I mean, um, is Tommy losing it a little bit? I don't. I don't know if he's just getting away from like. I mean, in just the way that sports college sports are moving like maybe he, he can't do i mean supposedly he said after the last game or something that like you know he was essentially going back to his old ways you know something with a lot of like i don't know i was looking to a podcast and they said that so we'll see but like he doesn't have a good big man like he's usually like he usually has like sissoko sucks this year um you know their five-star uh xavier booker from cathedral high school in indianapolis doesn't play um yes i mean obviously um hogard has not been great um, Tyson Walker has been carrying them um, on his scrawny shoulders. Um, yeah, I think Baylor wipes the floor with them. I, I'm picking Baylor too. And hey, maybe if, if Tom needs an assistant, Draymond Green's available for a little while. <laughs> he taught him well. He taught him well. Oh my! I, I just love Twitter explode. I'm like, that dude's been dirty since he's at Michigan State. He now right. never changed when he when he choke put a chokehold on Gobert. His, his press conference afterwards was like. Not gonna change who I am. I am who I am. Yeah. Look, he just choked the dude. <laughs> the other night when he punched, uh, punched what's his face? He, he wasn't apologetic at yeah. all. He didn't care. Maybe this will finally get through to him. I don't know. He he was suspended for some of the NBA finals that didn't get through to him. So, yeah. um, Ohio State and UCLA in the Champions Classic. Future Big Ten matchup. Um, yes, I know nothing about UCLA. I know Ohio State's been pretty decent. They've probably been what that. You're five and fourth. three. Yeah, third or fourth best team in the Big Ten, really. Um, they have losses at Villanova and at Penn State, Gonzaga, and at oh, talking about UCLA. Yeah, sorry. sorry. So they've lost sorry. to good teams: Marquette, Gonzaga, teams, yeah. and um, Villanova. Lost, yeah, two against Marquette in uh, the Maui. Four um, against Gonzaga in the Maui. Yep. And then lost at Villanova by nine. So. Yeah, it's it's an interesting game because you know, Mick Cronin seems to play really well, play really tough. Um, Ohio State had been looking pretty good, but you know they lose to at Penn State. It's like you know Holtman is he doing what kind of Holtman's done in the past couple it's years? A big just, year like, for him. It's a really big year for him. Uh, and his name is still being thrown around as like you know as a potential Cal Parker replacement, which I think would be an interesting move, especially if he doesn't do anything at Ohio State. 
Um, especially like, you know, you got, I feel like, you know, Ohio state is obviously a football school, but I mean, the pressure and they still care about basketball a lot, mm-hmm. but it's like, you're going from, you know, a second tier sport to the sport, mm-hmm. um, at one of the premier mm-hmm. <laughs> college basketball programs of all time. If you were to do that, um, I'm going to, I'll take Ohio state just big them bias. Current big yeah, them bias. I should I'll say. take them as well. And I will take a big time. Yeah, if it's like a Big Ten, actually, I don't, I don't give a shit about the Big Ten doing yeah, well. Yeah, we, we, we should. As long as Purdue wipes the floor with everybody, yeah. I don't care. Uh, yeah, Northwestern's going to bounce back and beat DePaul. DePaul's 2-7. and seven. They are just <laughs> They've been off for our whole lives. Battle for like, Chicago. Like, that's a sleeping giant if they ever got going. They just can't do it. They yeah. just they stink. They are really bad. Do we have any games on Sunday? Any decent games? Nebraska at Kansas State. 8-2 and two matchup. Interesting. Nebraska. I mean, ESPN BPI gives Kansas State a seventy-two and a half percent chance to win. Um, I, I'll probably pick Kansas State because they're home and they're still a pretty decent squad. I see Illinois plays toothpaste Colgate, but yeah. they do play uh, Missouri in the Border Wars next Friday, which I love watching that game because it makes <laughs> our fringes cringe. <laughs> and Mizzou's pretty good this year too, and they're getting yeah. better. They, like they're getting some dudes. Yeah, yeah, they're they, classes. Yeah, they're they're not a sleeping giant right there by St. Louis if mm-hmm. they just get good. So, but uh, they play they play that game in St. Louis still, don't they? Yeah, it's half. It's literally yeah. half and half. It's fun to watch. They yeah. usually played at the Scott Trade Center where the Blues play, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. So score prediction and uh, player of the game for Saturday. Whew. Be honest, I don't have a good feeling about this game deep down, however. <laughs> Boilers 78, Wildcats 74. 78, 74. Um, Lance Jones. I like it. Yeah, I think he clamps Caleb Love down. I think he has a. And what do you have in the Alabama game? He kind of he had played twenty seven minutes, had seven points, one for four. I think it's a bounce back game. Um, he has like 12, 13 points, gets a couple threes, gets the place going, clamps down Caleb Love. I'm gonna go Boilers seventy three, Arizona seventy. Purdue hits game winning three with under ten seconds left, <laughs> and Fletcher Lawyer makes it, and he's the MVP. Of the yeah, game. I like it. Zach Eady gets most points. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, I was like, it's like he gets he gets twenty eight, but it's that's yeah. a ho home game. Yeah, a lot at the free throw line, which that's what people aren't talking. About. Dude went eleven for eleven from the line the other day. Yeah, yeah that's just that's a cheat code for seven yeah. four. I mean, even like I mean, we know he's good at free throws, but like he's like, he very rarely he wasn't even hitting rim. It was straight net, right? Yeah, time. yeah. I don't feel like it was the you know, being home or whatever. Because I, I kind of worry about the game. It's like you know, we'll you know. Will just being home in the kind of like Lance Jones at Northwestern, but I don't know if that you know played into the it played had an effect on that game of him being you know you know playing from in the home crowd for the first time, especially with Zach like going home for the first time in five years or whatever. I was like, man, I just hope he doesn't you know mm-hmm. get to him. But the fact that I think he's a senior and been there, done that. I mean, the fact that he they went eleven for eleven was incredible because like I mean, especially like you know what Tennessee game he like five hundred for six. Yeah, so it's like the fact that he could do that. It's like hopefully. Yeah, gets them on the right track, and I've never seen but... somebody stare at the rim for free throws like him. Like, he well, doesn't even, see that. Doesn't even yeah. look at the ball or anything. He's like, yeah, 
So usually, I feel like when he doesn't stare at the rim, he's missing. He's off. But like when I see him like locking, in, like he's not missing yeah. this because like he's yeah. just he's just locking in. So yeah, yeah, it's incredible. It's yeah. incredible. Um, switching gears a little bit. Any uh, you want to talk anything about the transfer portal, the wild world of college football transfer portal? Before we wrap things up, up. it is hard. It is up. extremely hard. Yeah. I mean, news today: Garrett Miller. Um, mm-hmm. announced he was coming back for a sixth year to play collegiate football, which I think is the right move for him if he wants yes. to play on Sundays. But unfortunately, he put his name in the portal now. That doesn't mean he couldn't come back to Purdue, Which, I, but I don't know Ryan Walters and their staff's policies right. on that. But chances are he's going to play his last season elsewhere, which which is a bummer. But you also look, the tight end room's pretty deep. I mean, Max Clare was our, having a good, yeah. good year till he got hurt. And then I... I the kid's name is escaping Bur- me. Uh, George Berlin, something like that. Like he, yeah, he, he had a good game against Indiana, and even the yeah. even the uh, even Bibber had a got a good game against yeah. Indiana. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and unfortunately, I mean Miller didn't do a whole lot this year coming back from serious knee. You know, knee. He doesn't know who his tight end coach is going to be either. That's true. Yeah, so that obviously be it. it sucks just because he you know loved to see yeah. him finish up at Purdue, and you know, I mean, he had so much promise you know before mm-hmm. he got hurt. Hopefully you can still find a way to make a mm-hmm. make a roster on Sundays. Um, I mean, Purdue had a really good Sunday last week. You know, after obviously you had Saturday the basketball game and Sunday you had what well, we got three transfer commits. You got a high school commit for twenty twenty four. So it was or I think three or four commits. Obviously the first one being um, the uh, three O line and one D line. Yeah, which was huge. I love seeing the O line. It's just the kid from Notre Dame who came from Zionsville. So that's I mean he obviously never played because he had a really bad. Which I got an before. argument with one of my Purdue one of our Purdue friends about that too. Cause, cause he said it's not worth, you know, I don't know if he could put, I take two years off football's hard. I'm like, no, I agree. It is. But I said it coaches, I'm sure did their due diligence. And if they think, I mean, it's worth the chance. He was obviously a talented kid. Like, He's worth he was the a four star. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a no brainer, but yeah. Um, but, so that's like the attention that they're, you know, they, they got on the offensive line. Um, they got the receiver from Hampton Southeastern yeah. in the Fishers area, which is awesome in-state kid. Kind of came on late, so I mean, the, the like the, the initial jump that they've gotten on the portal. We'll just kind of see. You know, obviously, we need I think a few more receivers. I've got some guys visiting. I want that kid from weekend. Wake. That kid from Wake put up some good stats. So yeah, um, we have an old lineman from Ball State who was first team All Mac, which mm-hmm. is I mean, yeah, I'll take that all day. Mm-hmm. I just need depth. Yeah, um, yep. And you know, we'll yeah, have some go through. We'll have some go through spring ball and then opt out like last year. Yeah. But. Every, I was <sighs> friends today, and I, I was like, every team goes through this. You know, mm-hmm. some some can benefit more than others, like the big big boys. But besides, like ten to fifteen programs, everybody's getting hit pretty hard right now. Right. Um. I mean, Notre Dame's, um, had got starters transfer left and right too, and put their names in the portal. And heck, they've lost five of their eight wide receivers. Wow. So I mean, it's just hitting everybody. It's just unfortunately the way it is right now, and you just got to find a way to get better like addition by subtraction somehow. And mm-hmm. it's not easy, but that's what these coaches are getting paid for. And um, so I still got faith in the coaches. And I look at it this way. We've lost, we've lost a lot of guys, but we've only lost two starters. Right. Borderline three yeah. starters, I guess three. So yeah. I mean, I mean um, Dion committed to Oklahoma. It'd yeah. be really interesting to see kind of where he fits in with them just because I mean, one of the things that kind of the, the knock against him was, you know, he couldn't feel like he couldn't get separation as a receiver. And it's like, okay, you can do the Big Ten there and do the SEC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Um, yeah. Because Dylan Gabriel's 
transferring to you got just, Oregon? He just picked a school. I think it was, was it Oregon? Oregon. Yes, it was, it was because Oregon? I said he's yeah. gonna be at Ross State next year. Yeah. 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 So crazy, crazy stuff. But uh we'll keep everybody updated because it is uh thanks for the hardworking folks at Golden Black for staying on top of it because it is hard to keep up for darn sure. And signing day's coming up a uh, week from yesterday. Yep. For football, which is that's the big pivotal day anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, because verbal commits mean nothing. Right. I hope they can hold on to most of the guys. Yes. It's not like some of the guys that were maybe a little iffy on, they're feeling a little better at, or the guys have already, you know, decommitted or something. So, hopefully, yep. no surprises. Yep. 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 Well, the basketball game, once again, is at 430, number one Arizona, number three Purdue, uh, 430s, right before dinner time. Get dinner taken care of for you. You don't have to cook. Nobody wants to cook on a Saturday. Just order some Mad Mushroom. Boiler Breakdown is brought to you by Mad Mushroom. It's been serving Boilermakers since 1993, and they're located in the heart of West Lafayette. Whenever myself, Webby, or Andrew visit, we like to sit down and have an ice-cold beer by trying out their latest pizza of the month, which is their pizza of the month for December is Josh's Big Cheesy Chicken Enchilada. It's red enchilada sauce topped with grilled chicken, mozzarella, and cheddar cheeses, and finished with a white queso drizzle and freshly chopped cilantro. And that's starting at the price of $14. So next time you're in town, stop in and tell them the Boiler Breakdown sent you for $5 off any order over $20. And any Boiler Breakdown listener or viewer can also use the coupon code BREAK5. That's all caps, B-R-E-A-K-5, for $5 off any order over $20 as well online at madmushroom.com. So get some wings, get some pizza, of course, get some cheese sticks, get some grinders, get some beer if you're uh, if you're um, watching the game there and, and not driving. And like always, Mad Mushroom, feed your head. And Webby, like always, has a good-looking shirt on. I got the good-looking hat on. We got these from the shop and uh, – while you're talking about the shop, I'm going to try to share my screen and pull up what the shop uh, yeah. introduced today. Yeah, the shop has been you know, bringing hometown apparel to all fans since 2011. It started out in garages, and now they've got two brick-and-mortar locations in the Indianapolis area, one in Broader, but one in the Carmel area. Of course, they've got their online store, always coming out with new designs, whether it be for football season or basketball season, um, whether you're a Purdue, IU, Butler, DePaul, Wabash, um, fan, Ball State, um, IndyCar or Indy 500 specifically, Colts, Pacers, or just all things state of Indiana, not, or no state parks, all that. They've got something for you, whether it's a com- super comfortable t-shirt, fits really well. Um, t- you know, sweatshirts, Tanner's got some like, a nice hat on, like you said. Um, I've got a glass, Purdue glass, the script. Um, you got that. You got, I mean, they've got NIL deals with, with, with players in the past. Um, as Tanner's trying to pull up the screen, they've released a new collection featuring the one and only Mean Gene Katie. Um, they've come out with a shirt already, the Gene Pool shirt, uh, but they've added now the uh, caricature T-shirt you see there if you're watching. It's a white T-shirt with a caricature of Gene. I love that. I, I think I'm going to have to get that one. <laughs> yeah, and then my favorite, my personal favorite, the gray, play hard. Play hard. Uh, love that. Um, it's you know, still on the shorts of, the, of, the, of their practice shorts um, to this day. Um, you know, Time to play hard is above the tunnel with the, with the clock. Um, never gets old. Uh, I, I want all three. Um, if you want all three, they, they actually do have a deal going on right now, um, 25% off. Um, if you happen to miss this, you know, you may listen to this a few days later um, and you haven't bought from the, the shop yet. If you go on to the shopindy.com, use promo code BREAKDOWN, you will get 25% off. 
great time for Christmas. Um, so they, they ship pretty fast, good people, pretty people. Um, they make great shirts, make everybody happy and, uh, payday for me tomorrow. So something will be bought. Yeah. Let's see what else they got on their website under Purdue license, officially licensed. They've got, if you're seeing mine, this is the shirt they came up with last year. Um, you got a, uh, the drum script sweatshirt, also the t-shirt. You got a Purdue Pete hoodie. Um, for those who aren't viewing this, um, you got a, a pretty cool kind of a drop shadow cool. Purdue shirt. Um, they did. They came out with a, uh, I think for Purdue Butler in Indiana, they all kind of the same design. It says hoop. There it is. Obviously Purdue Throwback black. logo. Yep. Um, they've got a uh, Purdue basketball last year when they, when they kind of introduced this, the Rick Mount era script, they came out with the, with the shirt that has the Purdue script like that. Um, as I mentioned, they've got the drum script, black shirt, uh, the big drum tee. Let's see what else they got. Stuff for football. I got that long new, sleeve one. Yeah, they come out with new designs every year for football and basketball. Um, also, I've got this uh, 90s, 90s gradient t-shirt. Oh, they love their, their, their true old gold. They love that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, new Purdue, the new Purdue Pete logo that kind of came out this year. They did that. Um, Cradle of Astronauts, NASA. Um, if you're an engineer, a mechanical engineer, specifically agriculture, they got all that. They got stuff for women. Unisex, kids. children's kids, babies. I got beanies. Um, yeah, I mean, it's if you're a fan of any state of Indiana team, there, well, there's probably something for you. Look at all that drinkware too, tumblers, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, thermos. That's so, cool. I don't have I don't have the old gold glass. I give me one. I gotta get that one. And then they got the water bottles. I got a flag. Uzi's, I could use a new yeah. flag. I need to put up a flag up here on my back. Stickers, stickers, all types of stuff. Man, oh man, good stuff, good stuff. Happy to have them on board once again this year. So, any final thoughts, Webby, as we close out yet another podcast? Glad the game's coming up on Saturday. It's been a long week, just in general, because there's yes. been no good college basketball games. Um, obviously, Northwestern and Chicago State in front of about six people <laughs> yesterday was hilarious. Not from, I guess, from Purdue's standpoint. I mean, I, I mean, whatever. It doesn't I mean it's wasn't a great loss the start it's not gonna get probably much better um however i think they learned from it hopefully if, it, if, if that's the loss that took Braden smith to kind of turn it up to another gear so be it i'll take so it. Be it um so we'll go we'll go 19 and 1 in big 10 whatever um no i'm glad to have it back we got you know it's a great day for college basketball on saturday just in general if you're a fan of the sport so many good games um get yourself some mad mush park yourself in front of the tv if you can uh if you can't make it to indianapolis i'll be there section two if you're in in the arena I'll be the one screaming very loudly. Um, I'll be screaming on my TV. If you're around the Fort Wayne area, you might be able to hear me. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. It should be a great environment. I mean, it's it's cool. As much as I wish these games were played home and home, um, it's still really cool when you can. Vegas next year. Vegas next year is really cool. The fact that it's sold out makes it, I think, like way more enjoyable because it's, you know, it's one thing. Like last year, the game, like, you know, wasn't even close to sold out. Um, you know, you saw a game this year where, you know, Indiana played at Gamebridge against Harvard. It was like not even half full. Like, <laughs> but the fact that the game is, you know, sold out, quote unquote. Um, hopefully it's a uh, Mackie South compared to Matt West Lafayette. So I can't wait. Let's uh, boil it up, hammer down, beat the Wildcats, and get that number one ranking back. Boiler up. <laughs>